The ones who had to like sink it by hand. Oh, for real? Yeah, that, that sucks. Ass. Okay. So, hello. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Iron House Podcast. My name is Sofian, different host than what you guys are used to. I'm here with the one and only Fleur. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Daryl. Also known as Mr. and Mrs. Romain. Yes. Also known as owners and founders of Iron House, hence Iron House Podcast. Welcome. Bo- boss Lady and Big Boss. There you go. And, uh, Tiny boss, g- good cop, bad cop. <laughs> that was they call you, yeah, yeah. Who's uh, the bad cop? I, I think, I think we can. We'll leave that to the people to decide who's yeah. good and who's bad. Who, who, who's, who's more intimidating, me or Fleur? I know the answer to that, yeah. but I want to, I want to know yeah. what the people have to say. <laughs> Neither of us are. You have big eyebrows. No. We're that's right. <laughs> eyebrows do scare people, but we're we're very very warm and welcoming. Very soft and people, exactly. Definitely, definitely. We're all, all about the love. Yes. So we're here to talk about Iron House. Obviously, yes. So how we, we started Iron House? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're just gonna s- jump straight in. How did Iron House start? What was the what was the first seed planted of? Hey, we may start something like Iron House. Not even Iron House, but something like it. I remember what it was. Okay, so you tell your story and I tell mine. Are there two stories? I don't Ooh. know. I think I think it's the same story. Well, go go for. I it. don't know, like what the exact point was for you to decide this. I think we kind of got the idea to just do our own thing because mm-hmm. we were living together in Canal Island and going to Fit for Free. And uh, yeah, we were just not having a very excellent time at Fit for Free. And then we saw... Oh, because I was still training at Gold's Gym in Nieuwegein. Okay. And there was a member at Fit for Free. And sometimes... <laughs> and we lived closer to Fit for Free. Nieuwegein, uh, Canal Island is pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I did this <laughs> insanity workouts at home yeah. in front of the TV. <laughs> and then after five minutes, I was like, ah, fuck this Tired. shit. I'm, I'm going to yeah. watch TV. I, 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 I tried to join her once and that was it. Never again. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably the most cardio we've done yeah. ever since. Well, going to Fever Free, we were very dissatisfied with mm-hmm. the service. And it was just, we the vibe wasn't good. It's shitty equipment. It's just boring. And we were seeing a lot of stuff on uh, YouTube about uh, Barber Brigade in the States. And uh, you had um, Metroflex and you had uh, Muscle Beach. You had Super Training Gym. Good vibes. Yeah, so we saw all those gyms. You had College Gym, for example, UCLA's gym and NFL Team Gyms and that stuff. So we saw, man, this is, what it, this, this is a gym. Everything else is basically like a health center or a fitness center. But none of, like, none of them are really gyms. Mm-hmm. Well, back then they weren't. Now you have, you know, every, even a commercial gym has a deadlift platform now yeah. in the power rack but still not really you know not a gym gym so we thought man wouldn't it be nice to you know have our own gym the way you do it right and that kind of came from i guess suffering in the fit for free mm-hmm. for yeah, how long not, on, not only suffering but also the equipment at fit for free was really shitty and yeah we compared it to a gym that we went to in, on curacao yeah and the vibe there was totally different yeah yeah so People were there training for like common goals. So we saw Rudy Winkelaar. Oh yeah, yeah. So he people who know him know him. Yeah, if you know, come on, you got you got to know who Rudy Winkelaar is. Shout out to Rudy Winkelaar. Huge dude. Mm. Huge dude. <laughs> yeah, so when I saw him the first time in real life, I was like, oh yeah, you are a big, big guy. Dude. Like yeah. this is. But I didn't like ever see anyone compared yeah. to him. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. It was like clouds. His arms are like clouds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I saw a professional bodybuilder, yeah. but oh, yeah. he was, 
and he was I think he was bulking too because he was so he was extra big. Oh yeah, he was massive. Dude. Good dude to see as a first first time. Absolutely, very, very inspiring dude. First time. So, but then obviously Iron House doesn't like it's not built from within a month. So then from there we go because you guys just still go to school. <laughs> yeah, just a week. You guys are still in, in, in school, still in college. Yeah, right. You not, you? The, not the easiest time. To yeah, but start a business like this. No, so it's it's actually a really interesting way that we started. You want to you tell the story? Yeah, you're going to add things to it anyway. Yeah, you, you, go, go, <laughs> you, go, you go. You got it. You got it. That you was like it. the uh, side Yeah, so like at that point we were like, okay, let's just write a business plan and see what we can come up with. So there was working like he's always like researching a lot. So then he researched so much and uh, we were almost done with the with the whole school thing and we had to write a thesis and then and we were like okay we can do an internship and a thesis about a company we'll most likely never going to be working at or we can write a thesis about our own company but that's not something that happens regularly so we were like okay let's go to school be the different people and you know Aim for the stars, and they yeah. just gave you a yeah. check. Be like, hey, yeah, sure, you just do this. No, we had we had to we had to use this weird loophole that they had for your mm-hmm. graduation thesis. Yeah, because you're supposed to do an internship, write write a thesis about it, and then that's the traditional way. But yeah, like, like first said, we wanted to do our own thing. Yeah, because we knew that it wouldn't serve us very well. Like the whole study didn't serve us all that well. We had to, we did a lot of self study to make sure that we got a lot out of it. So we used a loophole, and we had to convince the school to. Yeah, you would know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do the same studies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I had to use a loophole to let us um, get accredited as for our thesis. Yeah, and we also thing. had a right to write a report or something yeah, and to have it approved by, like, multiple teachers. Yeah. And then we had to go to a, uh, a school hub for graduates or almost graduating students where they all come together to work on their... You know, new business yeah. slash thesis slash internship. So I do a lot. It was of called Student Inc. Yeah. If you ever want, <laughs> a, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of hoop jumping and a lot of. Okay. We had to get a lot of stuff approved, but we had to basically prove to them that it was a worthwhile learning experience that connected with the study we're doing. But we wrote a really good plan for it, and we got approved pretty easily. And uh, then, yeah, we just spent. The time instead of doing the thesis, we spent the time researching and building a whole business plan for what Iron House would be. At that point, we had nothing, just the idea and the notion to do it. And uh, while yeah. doing it, we we basically just we lived the fake it till you make it idea. We just told people, "Hey, we're starting a gym," yeah. <laughs> and uh, just to see how much traction we got. And we had, um, uh, I guess, a pre-sign up page. We got 125 people to sign up for the gym. Oh wow! In a few weeks. Yeah, and the oh, funny shit, thing is, there were a few funny things. First of all, we were living in Overweg at the moment, because, like, from Canale Island, we moved to Overweg, yeah. and there we went to Fit for Free both in the last year of our studies. Yeah. And we were walking in Overweg around the, <laughs> oh, uh, the yeah. time centrum, and all of a sudden, a car is driving super fast and stops next to us. And we were like, okay, what's going on? Like, this it's this about to person go down. is like, what? like, it was not the, yeah, he, he looks kind of intimidating as yeah, well, like does. a big guy. I think he does like, uh, who, 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 who said he that? He's a bouncer. 
Yeah, bouncer. He's a bouncer. Yeah. yeah. He's a huge dude. So security you were like, guard. Oh, you're yep. from Iron House. You're from Iron House. Yeah. yeah, I saw this. My friend sent me at the the link. I signed up. I pre-signed up. So that was yeah. really and cool. That's love. He's still a member to this day. He is still a member Ish. to this day. Shout out yeah. to Ish. Still works yeah. out regularly. Yeah, he's, he's still st- there. Still loves the gym. Still comes in. Yep. Yeah, so he, yeah, he just pulled up on us. We're like, oh man, it's going down. But he was like the nicest guy. He's a big dude because he, he, he does you see him, strong man training. So. You don't want to fuck with him. No, like, absolutely not. talking to him, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, nicest he's guy. really sweet. So you guys were... And then the second thing yeah, was that Tessa came here because I asked her when we started or when we did the research, we interviewed a few people, also in virtual I'm sorry, uh, but... Scouted all of them. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember going to Tessa, but we spoke to Tessa about it. The Tessa that works here. Yeah, yeah. that's fit for free. Oh, no. That, and then like five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah before yeah, I know yeah. existed. Before and we then like seven during years the lockdown, ago, she was like, okay, I want to keep training and I want to go like train outdoors. And then she became a member. And oh, that's then, crazy. But Tessa was super young then. Yeah. yeah. And that's also, crazy. like the first people we told about the fact they were starting a gym um, were... Two people who are also members at Fit for Free at that time. Yeah. Um, Rutger and Bianca. Oh, yeah. So they were the first ones that we... Very beloved members. Yeah. So we, we they were also the first actual members of the gym. And they're still members today, too. Yeah. And so we, we we engaged with them about it before we had... We, were, we weren't even, like, really busy writing the, the business plan yet for school. Let alone the actual business plan that we have to go write for the bank and shit afterwards, yeah. you know? So, like, it's funny how they're all still members. Shows community love. Absolutely. And community that's love. one of the biggest characteristics of our gym, I think, is the community love. Definitely. And it goes to show for it. So you guys were basically recruiting people. Yeah. Without hey. without none. Yeah. No, we fake it till you make it, bro. There you go. So You're you guys like, didn't this have This is gonna be it. So but the one thing you need is a place. Yeah. Right? So then there's the idea, but then where do we go from there? Yeah, so we gotta take a few steps back because once we got the plan approved for school, we had to write out a very thorough business plan and uh, we were really aware of the fact that we can't really fuck this up because if we go through all the loopholes and get the bylaw to get to do this and we just we hand in something yeah we hand in something that that they're not going to see as worthy of accreditation then we're fucked so we went overboard we wrote like as best a business plan as we could and when we were done with that and we got a good grade I think we got like an 8 or something for it then I don't remember and <laughs> grades are not something that we're still no it's completely unimportant yeah. like a, a six would have been fine too hey pass is a pass but as we were doing that and once we well, once we finished we realized we have something really special here so many people signed up and we're getting a lot of attention on instagram and on facebook people contacting us we also did the work to go meet with people in person who would want to sign up i, I had like coffee with people just in the city just to be like hey so we're planning on doing this what do you think so we did all the nitty-gritty work as well and once we were done, we knew, okay, we actually have something really special here. It was a place in the market because before we came along, there weren't really a lot of strength gyms. We had really good bodybuilding gyms, for example, like Fox Gym. has been They were around a little bit more for us, but they were, like, focused on bodybuilding. And they had that on pack. We had no – there was no no reason to go try and compete with them. And you had good CrossFit boxes, for example. But nothing really focused on strength and performance and community like we did. So we knew we got to set the bar and we got to be the first ones to do it. So when we graduated, we were like, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's really try and go for it. And that came the moment where we had to go, right? The real business plan. And like you said, go find a location. Yeah. And you would you would be surprised how hard it is to be taken seriously when you're, you know, just out of school, young, you know, maybe look like me. And the Fleur, like, Fleur has a very young 
appearance back then. So it was hard to be taken seriously. So we had to work a little bit extra hard to mm-hmm. get shit done. And there were, you know, enough struggles that come with starting a business, but let alone starting a business young, straight out of school, yep. with basically no means. Yeah, still people don't take us uh, seriously always. No. So, you know? Yeah. Even but though look at the Iron House, but exactly. Hey, yeah. They're lost. They're we, lost. We do, it, we do it for our members, and that's, exactly. that's all that matters. Yeah. So and then you guys got the place? Yeah, Daryl contacted some uh, real estate agency, and they helped. Yeah. Because the place that was before, here before, was uh, something with tiles, and oh. they went bankrupt. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So they had to get rid of the place. So it was, yeah. it was really a right moment at the right time, kind of, right place, right time kind of situation. Yeah. But we also... Um, we also opened the gym along with um, a few friends of mine back in the day. You remember Tysik, right? Yeah. So, um, like, he was also part of it in the beginning. Uh, we had to convince the school to also let him join the office there because it was a it was again technically against the rules. So we really had to have a really good proposal to have so many people go via that way. So that's how we like technically opened the gym, and we had to. It was all hands trying to find the right place and trying to find something that made sense. But yeah, we were young and just out of school. We had we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. But we had a lot of gumption. We had a lot, a lot of motivation. So we, we kind of had to see through the yeah, through the ugliness of what it is starting a, like a business. So we had to look at a bunch of different places. We almost went for this really massive old like train hall. Way too big. It, it, yeah, it was. It, it was like where where is this located? Four or five times Iron Locomotivstraat. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. you know now, Yeah. Like around there there was a an empty space mm-hmm. and it was so huge. I think it was two thousand or three thousand square meters. Yeah, it was like something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. So But because there's so little available. And there was also yeah, exactly. there were no facilities. Okay, so you had to do everything. Yeah, well, you, you had everything, to, everything. Like I think isolated. There was like oh, yeah. there was no bus hall yeah. to close by and it was kinda dark in the back. So we yeah. knew that Ladies probably not feel very safe cycling to and away from the gym. So, yeah. yeah. And we found and this place. We found this place. And I was actually on... Fleur was here. I was uh, in Curacao for a funeral. And we, once we found this place, we had to you have to get it approved by everyone. The people want to sell it. The the bank. Everyone has to like go accord with it. So I was in Curacao. And then I get a phone call from Fleur. And I was I was more towards the west of the island where there's not a lot of really good connection. You're, kinda, you're more towards the beaches. And Fleur calls me. And her sister and her brother-in-law were on the islands on vacation too, so we were together. And like her sister says, "Oh, Fleur's calling your phone." So I'm like, "Huh? How would she be calling me?" So I pick up the phone. I, I, I could barely hear her. It's like all kinds of staticky and shit. And I can hear she's yelling. I can hear she's like, "Woo!" So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then she, like, I stepped out the car and I kind of went on the edge of a cliff to like get better at this reception. And she said, "We got the place." And then party exactly. So it was a really. <laughs> Really beautiful moment that that we got a place because that was the biggest challenge to find a place that makes sense because there were a lot of places but they were all fucking tiny and yeah. it didn't fit with our vision and as you can see now we have a lot of space we yeah. love the high ceilings it's yep. clean everything is on besides that nothing in this fucking building is straight none of the walls <laughs> like walk straight but besides that it was a pretty wonderful spot to have had like bus halter right in front of the fucking door yeah not too far from central no good place yeah. But it didn't look like this when you guys started. Fuck no. So you got the place. Yeah. And then the struggle started. Yeah, because the stuff that's in Iron House, that comes, that's just transport and put it in. Yeah. But it didn't look like this at all. Because for people that don't know, 
the huge holder. Describe just describe the gym before we we when we when we got the keys. Describe the gym. It was very dusty, so we had to vacuum so much that yeah. every time we were done vacuum uh, like uh, painting, Daryl was covered in like dust. dust. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like we literally vacuumed kilos of dust out yeah. of this place. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have proper vacuums. We just used like house vacuums because yeah, yeah. we were bootstrapping everything. We yeah, we, we we did everything the hard way. Yeah, yeah, like what else? If you don't know what to use, like yeah. what should you don't use? Don't know anything else. Anymore. We vacuumed for four days straight, and it still wasn't really clean. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah. we got sick from it, just inhaling God. dust. We we weren't smart enough to think about, hey, maybe we should put on some masks. That sounds unhealthy. Yeah. That sounds very unhealthy. Yeah. So but there was the there was this uh, dirty carpet in front of the the gym. Yeah, we we, we yeah. <laughs> kept it like that for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Like so the front of the gym, what? like from the dumbbells all the way yeah. to the front, it was all like carpet. the pie tegels. Yeah. Because we didn't have... Gray ones yeah. with okay. holes in it because there was a showroom in front of the gym. Like oh, so yeah. So the front of the gym was a showroom. Yeah. And then there were holes in it. The The floor was Nasty. completely... But also cracked up. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. broken. Every time you lifted the towel up... The flooring was, was the like... The flooring was, was busted. Cracked. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's not so good. So we had to and fill that also. Yeah, we had these massive walls in the back of the gym. We had, how do you say that? The, yeah, a small uh, entrance that At was the like automatic doors. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was so a whole two automatic a whole doors. like second gallery entrance there that we had to like tear apart, yeah. which we did ourselves, which is a horrible idea. Mano also helped us out when he was he was working for us back then in the beginning, but we didn't have we 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 weren't able to put rubber flooring in the whole gym in one shot because. Like the back of the gym where that older is used to be a whole other like indoor storage. So, we had to, so yeah. at first we made a hole in that so we have a place for the turf, and then we got that removed, and then we got the gallery thing removed, and then we had the whole back of the gym was open. So this is like the fifth or sixth version of Iron House. Yeah. How it looks, and now. most people don't don't even know. Nah, it looked hella crazy. But also the walls, yeah, they didn't always look like this. No, no. The, we like, got the walls we got were like this crazy green beige. Yeah, poop color. I yeah. call I call it crap poop. That looks like crap poop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so it looks like what what crap looks. But so we had to. What I like about our story and how we did Iron House is we didn't have much. We didn't have like a lot of mommy and daddy's money. We didn't have big people behind us. We didn't have any partners. We just bootstrapped everything that we could. So we did basically everything ourselves. The only thing that we didn't do was that the the rig was installed for us from the people that we bought it from Power Cage. They installed that. Everything else we didn't. Every other assembly of the machines, placing it, moving it. We did the flooring um, ourselves. We had help with the flooring. Um, we painted all the walls. We well, first we tried to do the flooring ourselves in the back of the gym. Then when we got the front flooring, someone else did it. And then we redid the back. Yeah. So that's how it went. So it's like I didn't five f- different look, I didn't colors. Fucking, I didn't fucking know that when you get those big rolls of rubber mats, yeah. that when you open it, you have to flip it over first, and that's what you lay out. I didn't fucking know. No one. I've never done this shit before. Hey, I'm and an the island walls boy, are so not I, straight. So he was floors. like cutting, and then we were like, "Oh shit!" Should have flipped it. Wrong cut. Yeah. Do it all over again. Yeah, yeah. A lot but, of struggle. Yeah. We made like a, a lot, lot of, of mistakes. Yeah. A lot of mistakes, but yeah. because we did everything ourselves, we some of the walls in the front were black walls, so it took a good four coats of white paint to get them painted. Um, the first, the body we used to have, we basically built ourselves. We got a guy to build a metal frame, and then we just attached a bunch of panels to it. 
So we bootstrapped everything. We used my computer at home as the computer for the Bali for the music. We used Tysex like a music system as like computer speakers for music. So oh, we we ghettoed the that was fuck really, out of that it. That was really cheap. Yeah. But bec- but because we had to do it ourselves. Yeah. We 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 had a minimum support like from we we wanted to take as small a loan as possible from the bank to not be dependent on them. Um, we invested everything that we could invest, and we just really really bootstrapped it, and. It was weeks of painting and vacuuming, and there used to be fucking disgusting r- tiles here too, like th- um, carpet tiles. When you yeah. remove them, this huge layer of glue, so scraping glue for days, trying to make it clean, and I still get them all. So there's some spots that I know specifically that there's a little bit of a like bubble in it because, because I, you, you should I, never tell. No, I just can't remove. I couldn't remove the glue, and Keep I just fucking gave up. Now everyone knows. Everyone's gonna hey, be looking hey, for those they, spots. They're gonna try to find lifting it. Lifting up the, yeah, rubber don't, floor. You, don't you fucking lift up the rubber floor? <laughs> no, they were gonna fight. And gonna like, well, they're also kind of glued. Like there's some sticky stickiness. Yeah, on so the you're not getting that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, the gym slowly started to take form. The first version of the gym just had basically where the where the dumbbell area is until where the turf starts now, that's what the actual first gym was. And where our office is now, that's where the, the, the men's changing room was and where the bathroom, well, where the old office was. There used to be a whole other room that was a ladies' changing room. And none of it was super, like, clean or anything or aesthetic. It was just practical. It just had to work. The turf used to be along the wall where the, where the, the iron left. house is now. It used to yep. be a green turf. green turf. And that was the first version of the gym. We had a rig. We had some power cage and platforms, bars and weights and dumbbells. The dumbbells used to be where the uh, member area is now, at the Bali. And that was basically it. When we started Iron House, we had half a gym. Yeah, we had half a gym. Half a gym. Still made but it work. How long, how long was that for? A long time because it took our, like our suppliers really long to deliver. There were a lot of delivery um, problems. So it took a long time for us to get our bodybuilding equipment, for example. And then we slowly had to just grow and progress. Again, we, we, we didn't do it like with a fucking fuck ton of money. We just had to build slowly and really focus on community and character and warmth. And it still paid off because a lot of people still came to the gym and they walked in and we had basically 10% of what we have now. And people were like, oh my God, this is so awesome because most people had never trained in a rig before in a power cage on a deadlift platform with a power bar um, with real iron plates. So everyone was just, that was enough. We had a thing. We, we had a reverse hyper back then. Also, back then we had it. We had like the elite FTS bench press, which was a big bench press. Everyone's using like shitty things from like fit for fear basic fit. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god, you can put bands on this. This is awesome. Oh, so, this uh, this uh, leather material. It's yeah. uh, not. It's non slippery. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god, you guys have a trap bar. Yeah. yeah. So, so we 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 made it work, and we we just focused mostly on having a lot of character. And having really good ambiance and a good atmosphere. I mean, the first two hundred members, we knew everyone's name, and we tried to connect with everyone. At some point, that becomes a little bit difficult, but that, that was. That we was also the did term. a thing by literally checking in someone by hand. By hand, every time someone yeah, walked in. So yeah, so not no checking. No. Thing. you had to know the name. Yeah, yeah, that was. Something. You had to know everyone by by name. Yeah, and then That's dedication right there. That, that but that, that was a weekly challenge. So you'll be talking about someone and someone comes in and say hi and you're like, Hey, what's up, man? And they keep up like, like, Fuck, what's his name? You ask someone next to you and then you ask him like, Fuck, what's his name? And Fleur comes in, like, Fleur, what's his name? And like, his name is Bart, like, okay, cool, Bart. And then you you type it in and there's fourteen Bart's like, Fuck, which Bart is it? And that was basically <laughs> the beginning. And then we slowly progressed and slowly built out the gym and Because that was how many years ago? September it will be. September will we have been open six years. Yeah. Yeah. 
so and about it, six it, took, it took a long while before we actually got the gym to where it was because again we had no idea we were doing we were basically learning as we were going but i think what makes me and Fleur different is that we're very aware of the process of you know trial and error learning progress everything is a skill to be learned so we really invested time into learning as we could and we're we're very passionate entrepreneurs we did a business course but we've been self-studying for like probably the last 10 years um we we've probably read and watched every single business oriented entrepreneur we entered video on youtube it's something we're very passionate about so we knew that that was part of the journey we had to learn we had to become good entrepreneurs and luckily it paid off because we were able to incorporate a lot of our charm into the gym and people just wanted to be part of our community everyone felt just welcome like at you. home yeah so yes. tell your story about it about iron house yeah the first time you came in okay that's super, a good story okay super quickly first time i came in when's the first time i came in a long time it was ago. it was you old. should remember this it was turf on the left side green old bali dumbbell still at the member area and i was young i was like now if people see me intimidating you got <laughs> old now <laughs> you still, yeah you no, still, had, you still a lot, had a baby face then yeah i look a lot more mature back then i looked like i was 13 or 14 and i just moved to utrecht and then i was looking for a place to work out and my roommate now kevin he knew iron house because he worked out here like two two times because we were living in nike back then and then he was like oh yeah and i was living in uh Overvecht back then for like four months three months and i just came here started working out because yeah, you were used to gyms in the states because you yeah exactly because I just came from the states and I didn't want to go to basic fit so then I was looking for something like that and then I just came here worked out rode the bike for twenty to twenty five minutes every day sucked I came in every day at six thirty back then I remember I, know. I remember it was shit. tough and yeah. after that I would go to school and then I would, the worst thing was that I would take pre workout in the morning. So when I was in school I would fall asleep because I'd have like yeah. this crazy you hit the wall oh my God. I was like schmack and then i would just be asleep and then after that i would just go work so yeah and then at some point i got uh i should uh, yeah i got fired <laughs> From i got where? fired at my old job really yeah because i was fighting with the manager so, so you never told me this no i know that's, that's so sophian i got fired at the old job because i was just arguing because she always came late and then she always complained when i was late for one minute so i was like yeah well if you don't do it and you can't tell me what to do and then she would the day week after she goes hey yeah well we think this is a good end I'm like, okay, cool and then exactly that week i was gonna walk up there and be like yo are you guys looking for people and then like you left i remember because i was like oh yeah, i'm gonna finish the set and while i was doing the set daryl left i was like fuck i missed him and then the day after i was here again and then you posted on instagram it's like let's go and i walk up to amy be like hey i see you guys are looking for people what do i do send an email this and that and then I had to talk to Fleur. And I was on the vacation Ooh. for six weeks. So I was gone for six weeks. So I yeah. had to like do the whole... <laughs> I remember. It was a struggle. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. And now look at Been you. Been there ever since. Exactly. Yeah. When, I'm not now, a baby anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, but, but now you're also part of our, like, our inner... You're part of our family. Yeah. Like you've been through our wedding. Yeah. Like you take care of our dog. Yeah. So... Lovely. Like so now like we're, we're homies homies. For sure. Yeah. Not just employee and... Yeah, and that, that, that's kind of also what we try to create in the gym. We want people to feel like family because for me, culturally, that's how I am. That's really important to me. And I think that's also what really set us apart because, yeah, I, I dare you to find a friendlier gym or a, people who are more welcoming and warm. And all our staff tends to also kind of morph into that. We're, that's just kind of how we are. It's one big family feeling. 
Did mean, you guys have that in mind when you guys started Iron absolutely. House? Yeah. Absolutely. Have in mind, I want to have a place like this. Yeah. Because you got to imagine me coming from Curacao, living here, like it, it's a bit of a bit more of a disconnected, less engaged, cold culture. People are more individualistic. That's yeah. just how it is. And I'm used to the islands where it's very, very, you know, village oriented together, you know, and yeah, I just, and basically I, at every other gym because they're commercial, you're just a number. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter if you if you show up, if you come to the gym, if you come work out, they or don't care. if you just uh, pay. yeah. That's all they care about. Yeah, sure. and we want to make sure people know that we we actually give a shit because you spend a lot of your time at gym. Most people have work or school, their home situation, their outside the home relationships. And they have that one X factor, that one thing to spend time on, whether it's a hobby or it's like fitness or whatever. So it takes up a lot of your time. So we knew that we want to be a place where people are happy to come spend the time. If the gym is a place you want to be, then it's easy to reach fitness goals. It's easy to be healthy. If it feels like a chore or it feels like a punishment to go somewhere, then it's always going to be a struggle. So we knew we want people to feel welcome. That's why at the, from the beginning, we always did member events. Well, we couldn't do much. I think the first time we had like a member event, it was like inside here. We did a board game night. So Oh. No, I think the first member event was the bench press. Was that before the board game night? Definitely. Yeah. I don't know what board game Talk night you're talking about. What bench press? Bench press what? Bench, just uh, just a random bench competition. Yeah, there was a, oh. like a literally heaviest bench press competition. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was a, like so... One so rep max and then it was also like for reps. It was like super random. informal and yeah, 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 yeah. random. Just like whoever wants to join can Tom join. H- Tom this Hankins uh, was also part of that. Yeah. So a lot Benched, of members, uh, a lot of members that have them. Something. I still have a picture of Tom and his wife, like from then, uh, like in the competition. I should pull that up sometime. But the board game night was Luva fun because Luva was, was also there. Yeah. The board game night was fun because we had a beamer, yeah. and Robert Lockhart brought his GameCube, and we just played Mario Kart on the oh. on the big empty walls. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah that, that was fun. 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 And then like but we had we had multiple board game nights. Yeah. So, so we, we want to make sure to do stuff like that. Th- th- that was just part of our vision for the gym. Same as we knew we wanted to do at least one charity event every year just to give back. Because if you're only serving yourself, then there's no point. Yeah. And so you guys have been doing charity events since? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, the, during the COVID, yeah. lockdown, we couldn't do big events like we like to. But we've yeah. done, we've done uh, yeah, the charity the truck pole. We've done a Be a Hero event. Empowering girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, that the was the. Yeah. I think that was the first one. First and then, proper one. Yeah, and then we uh, got so many women lifting. Yeah, what was that about? Like, it was a powerlifting competition. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a mock Our meet. Uh, but all, all girls, and um, we worked together with. Um, oh shit, I can't remember the name. Um, ah, it's such a, it's a very specific name, but it's Ar- Wave? No, they were they were sponsored. Oh. Um, Safe Spaces. Safe Spaces. Yeah, Safe yeah. Spaces. So they're a charity that works with um, young girls in impoverished countries to make sure that they get uh, after-school activities, that they get um, their school materials paid for. So we organized it for them. And with what we raised up, we were able to support three girls for a whole year in school. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it was in, in Uganda, but I can't remember for sure. But that was a, but a good Yeah, but that, that was a really big event. It was really fun. And yeah. we just, again, we never organized something like that before. But we just do our research. We, we think, what will, what will make it great? What will make it fun? What will people want to be a part of? And we just execute that. And it turned to be a really, really big I hit. I think that was the, one of the biggest events we had. 
At Till this point. No, I think you remember it a lot bigger because we were so small back then. But yeah. the, the mock meets <laughs> and Enka Juniors were... They were huge. Like hundreds of people here. So. Yeah, they were huge. But those are just like some of the examples of the, the crazy shit that you go through when you got to just figure shit out. There's no blueprint for it. You can't it Google... Go you can't Google, you know, the, the amateur's guide to starting a gym or something. You just got to make good decisions and make sure you're a little bit educated and informed. Yeah. And... We, we always focus on what do the people need to have a great experience? What would you want to share with people? And just do that. I mean, the reason we have a lot of the special equipment that we have in the gym, we think that people would think it's really fucking dope to have that. So let's just get it. Yeah. Didn't start off like that, but now yeah. basically everything you can imagine is now at Iron House. Yeah. Even though Iron House as it is now, for me, that's like 70% of exactly. what, that's what, what I was going to ask. Where's, because this has taken. Let's say six years, just to make it a little easy. Where do you guys see Iron House in five years from now? Is it gonna be? Di- is it gonna be here? Is it gonna be a different place? Is it gonna be? Well, another if location. If we keep growing, we might need a bigger place. Yeah. Okay. So that's definitely something that we could think about. Or a second place. Okay. Second place. I like was like, like, yeah, the other side of Utrecht. I'm Still. like another city. Oh. Yeah. So that the the, okay. the goal is to share the Iron House experience with more people. So that that's that's the goal. Whether we do it on scale or we do it on volume, that's remains to be seen. But I think we are more than special enough to and successful enough to have it be more than it is. Yeah. And as long as we can maintain the essence of what it is now and make sure that people that love us now will continue to love us, then we want to go from there. But the gym itself just also were... Yeah, and we also want to upgrade the current Yeah, things are there here. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, we're at, we're at 70%. Yeah. We'll, make it, we'll make it 100. Just now I want to know. I mean, we're getting, we're getting some new equipment in, in a few months. That's a start. That's a start. Yeah. There's some few specialty equipment that we want to have, but that are super, super specific that you, know, you can't just go online and buy it. Um, our services, of course, need to be expanded more than they already are. Um, and we're doing some also renovations in the gym just to make it aesthetically more pleasing. We have a very very clean and minimalistic gym which everyone likes, but we got to put a little bit more, a little more character in it. So that's what we're focusing on this year and next year. And at that point, I think we're done. What do you want to see? Mm-hmm. What do I want to see? I want to see Iron House all over the Netherlands. She, she was asking like equipment in the gym and you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my you're thinking my empire shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, let me put like another. Doesn't matter where I am, I can me, train at my gym. Yeah, no, because I'm from Amersfoort. So I'm like, okay, put put an iron house in Amersfoort because I know for sure it will fit there. Let's put one. Not there, Amsterdam, there has been a, a gym, a powerlifting kind of gym in Amersfoort. Which one? There's, no, there's only one iron house though. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say there's I'm no the gym, no, anything, no. anything close to being iron house. In that area. Let, let, let's just say that that is the goal. Luckily, me and Fleur are very young. I just turned 31. Fleur is 27. Almost turning 28. So we have... The, the podcasting is telling me to hurry the fuck up. We got to fucking go <laughs> we gotta now. We got to yeah, fucking you go. You talk too much. Let, let's see. We got... Ah, we got 15 minutes left. That's enough. 15? Yeah. Oh, that's but, good. But the, the, we're still very young, so there's a lot of time left for us to do that. And we've... We've already learned to execute at a high level, and we've learned from so many mistakes. I mean, we've everything you can fuck up. I basically, I know I fucked up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very much a person. I'll just do it, figure it out, because 
I don't mind making mistakes. I love making mistakes. I love. Daryl calls like, it learning money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay. it's a good way to yeah. call it. And, and also <laughs> learning money, failing forward, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm all about that life. So that's why we wanted to do everything in the beginning ourselves. We also couldn't afford any help because again, we did it really like the fucking hustle way, and that creates an environment where you have to learn and learn in a way that it, it really ingrains in you. So. Like for us, starting a gym is no longer a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. The challenge is in maintaining a really happy community. That's where that's where it is. Like finding in, in, the right people. Yeah, any, anyone can put equipment in in a in a space, yeah. but that's not what makes a gym. You want people who we like to say that people come to us on their best day, but people also come to us on their worst day, and that's what that's what you have to be able to portray to people. I mean. We've had people here who were going through the worst things ever in their lives, and they came. They chose to come to the gym to share with us, or to be ha- have this be their safe space, or be this be their escape from the stuff they have to deal with, and that's that's what makes a difference. And you know, luckily, there's a lot of gyms that have that. So that's the work you want to be able to do with this. You're serving people, and we were happy that we became that very naturally. We just always we always stuck to our personality, how we are. And luckily, it turned out that way. We didn't have to fake it, I think. I think we didn't have to go like, hey, how goes it? Goedemorgen. How goes it with you today? Just kept it real. Yeah, we just, just kept it real. But yeah, we're just really warm, loving people. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, people also feel that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, uh, it shows. Yeah, the honesty. Yeah, yeah, honesty is, I guess. Definitely shows. Definitely There's shows. another word for it, but I can. Genuine? Yeah. Sincere? Sincerity. Yeah, I guess. That's so. a good one. Okay. So, you guys. Daryl's mentioned it plain times. Struggled. What was the biggest struggle each of you? Maybe it's not even, maybe it's something stupid like, yeah, the lock on the front door was a little bit too high. You mean besides COVID? Yeah, besides co- COVID. Okay, no, no, let's, let's, go back to, let's go back to old days. Like old days, starting okay. up Iron House, what was the biggest struggle? Let's say the first, the first year. Having so no, earn, earn <laughs> no earn money and, yeah. and then having to open at, 6.30 and then... Closing at 1 close o'clock, at at one o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So working, what is it? We worked six, seven... Six seven, days? Yeah, we worked 70 to 80 hours for the first year and a half. Easy. Yeah. Easy. If, With if, no money. If, if it was a 60-hour work week, that was like, oh, nice, I got some free time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And doing everything yourself. Everything. So from cleaning to finding and figuring out the whole thing. Yeah, now we have a cleaning service. Back then, the rule was the person who closes vacuums the whole back of the gym. The person who opens okay. mops the whole front back of the gym. You happy I'm it very isn't happy. the case anymore? <laughs> yeah. Very happy that's not the case anymore because it takes a lot of so, time. Sometimes, I, I, when, if I'm here unexpectedly, I like to vacuum or something, and then it just, I get literally like flashbacks <laughs> yeah. to like stroking the vacuum and then looking up and seeing, I still have to do all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little bit of PTSD sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, yeah, nah, that was hardcore. And, and I think uh, dealing with negative things also. Yeah. As in? Yeah, like at some point, I don't know why, but we got all these uh, yeah, prank calls yeah, and trolls. weird things going on. People, yeah. weird people coming into the gym. I don't know. It was like bullying. We got rev- re- review trolled. Yeah, also. It's a lot of bad reviews. Yeah. Fake reviews because... All gyms in Utrecht got the same reviews from the same people, yeah. except for one gym. Yeah. I'm not going to mention mm. who. So it was very suspicious to if, you know, the same people who were giving us in all the gyms around this bad reviews, same kind of reviews, like very, very like exaggerative things. 
but all of them were giving this one specific gym really good reviews. So you know, you kind of knew what was yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so that was like something. Definitely, yeah. at at that point, you're still like, oh, I need to figure this out. People need to know that I'm a good gym, and yeah. there are good people. And Just haven't yeah. really established your your name yet, and then no. yeah. like that happens. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, at that point, you think it matters more than it does. Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, you make things bigger. Yeah, exactly. So, what's the biggest struggle now, running Iron House? Because now, you, like back then, it was a sixty-hour work week, week fully at Iron House. Yeah. Now you guys are still working super hard, but it's not sixty hours being here cleaning all that stuff. So, what's the biggest struggle right now? Or is it all? I don't. I don't. I don't think we can qualify anything as no. struggle anymore. I think. I think we've worked hard enough for it not to be a struggle. Um, I think we have the luxury now to make more difficult decisions. So the direction and what we want to do with it. And we have the luxury of getting to focus on more intricate things. It's not difficult, but we want to make sure the staff is happy, that everyone has a comfortable place to feel they can thrive, um, troubleshooting things in the gym. So I think we don't have, I don't experience any thr- struggles now. I think no. we're we're in a very good place and we love to work hard. I mean, we still still work a lot of hours, but because we're working on a lot of different things, we're just we just like to work hard. Um, but I don't, I don't think there's any struggle. Yeah, I do have one s- thing that I really remember struggling with a little bit in the beginning, because <laughs> when we first start, started starting Iron House, you would tell people about it and you're excited and shit. And I had, I used to struggle a little bit with people not matching my excitement about it. Oh, oh yeah. we're starting because if someone told me hey, I'm starting a powerlifting gym, I'm like fuck yes, let's go. But in the beginning, I had a lot of like a lot of doubters, a lot yeah. of like naysayers, and I remember thinking to myself like, "It's it's very annoying to have people second guess you at everything you do." And then people also, when you're starting off, they'd be like, "Oh, I wouldn't have done that." Oh, yeah, this is a bad decision. Yeah. So I also t- I also uh, told you last uh, week or something. Someone came to me, a member, and he told me, "Are you working here?" So I was like, yeah, I'm the owner. I'm one of the owners. And then that person was like, why aren't you studying? <laughs> so I was like, uh, I finished my studies. First of all, student yeah, for life. So I have a <laughs> diploma. So what then? Yeah, but you can do this or you can do that. Yeah, but you like, can also run an iron house. Yeah, but so like, is that your only point of view in life? There's a bit of a stigma that yeah. you have. Definitely. And yeah, I think we also always struggled with just being taken seriously yeah for like how like you know still struggle with that sometimes in the beginning it was hard Mm. because fleur as a a female also you notice that we had to talk with bigger companies and partners that this you you just hear a condescending tone but they don't know that fleur is fucking fleur's tough as a motherfucker so sometimes fleur would shut these motherfuckers down i wish you guys could hear those phone calls from back then fleur would be like um excuse the fuck out of you and then put them in their place that was like oh that was that was hella dope to see like just like in a very professional way but then shut them the fuck up, you know? Uh-huh. But we had to do that regularly because people see you and they see the gym and the gym was half built and they're like, oh no, we're not going to deal with these people. And for me, I'm, I'm not Dutch and as as best as I try to make a Dutch impression, they can hear on the phone <laughs> they're not Dutch. So you, you can tell that that's for people a barrier to like you know, work with you. So that was annoying in the beginning as well. But then at some point we figured out, fuck it, we're going to do our own thing, do it ourselves and just... We'll just prove prove to ourselves that we don't need to jump through those hoops. Good. What's and the biggest What's the biggest lesson that you guys have learned? Is that maybe that's the biggest lesson? Maybe Ooh, something different. Bam. That's throughout the whole six years or seven years. Ooh, the biggest lesson. What's your? As you, I see you're laughing. 
I really don't know. No? No, I think one of the lessons is, you know, work hard and don't mind the 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 negative things, you know, yeah. and, and just do what you got to do. And in the end, it will be fine. Or it will not, but then you did everything. Then it'll also be fine. Then, yeah. then it's not your guilt yeah. to, uh, to and carry. And don't depend on anyone else but yourself. No. Don't, don't. Two things that always stick with me now is that one, don't expect everyone to love your thing as much as you do. That's unfair because when you put your heart and soul into something, people can't match that. It's not, they didn't do the same thing. So expecting that is like an unfair expectation. And what Fleur says, the biggest lesson for me for sure has been this too shall pass. All the shit we go through, all like the fuck weird things we happen with the lockdown. And at that, I, I remember every single time at that moment how worried we were and how fucking anxious and sometimes angry at the situation and circumstances. And then you're convinced that, oh, I, I got to go in overdrive now. Now I got to, then we would make ourselves come in when we didn't have to come in to just make sure we're putting in the hours mm-hmm. just in case. And then it ends up solving itself or the, the roots that you laid down, the work you did beforehand will solve it for you. So not worrying in the moment and panicking, like, oh my God, this is going to make or break the business. This too shall pass. Good things also, sometimes you're on a high and things are going fantastic and you think, ah, oh, I'm untouchable. And then, then boom. But that also passes. And sometimes you're, you're dealing with a lot of extra shit and someone's sick and you got to close at one o'clock and open at six o'clock in the morning and then you're thinking, oh, this is, this is not going to work. And that passes too. And you find that baseline where, where we are now and our, now our baseline is very happy, awesome community, the best members you can ask for. Like, I'll, I'll fight you in the streets. Best members ever. <laughs> Seriously. We'll fight any other gym. Hundreds and hundreds of, with us. hundreds and hundreds of people. We have no, no issues, no like cocky, arrogance, struggle, strive, nothing, no racial issues, no unacceptance, no people feeling disengaged, disconnected. It's, it's very hard to have this many people in one space and everyone be chill. Everyone is uh, is empathetic. Everyone is just nice and warm and friendly. You can go up to anyone, even the quiet dudes who just come in and put in their music and work out. Even they're super sweet. Yeah. And so, yeah, that makes up for everything. Yeah. So basically you're trying to say trust the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Build a good process first, and then build trust a it. build yeah. a process, and then yeah. trust it. Yeah, and you're in yourself, and then go with it, and trusting yourself. Yeah. yeah, and work hard as fuck. Yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap this up. I want to thank you too. Thank you for telling the story. I think Fred did really good for her first time yeah, on the podcast. Too. Yeah, that's good. I was. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta cut that as short and put it on Instagram. I talk. I talk a lot, but like I'm flirted really, really, really well. Don't do it. Don't don't you dare. Don't. <laughs> That's for the people. Okay, guys, thank you guys for watching. Hey, uh, don't forget to follow our podcast. It's on Spotify and our podcast now. We have a video version on YouTube, so please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the like button because that's what the algorithm wants you to do. That's how Instagram, um, YouTube actually gives a shit about us. Um, leave a comment. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, and this or who be, you want to see here. Yeah, this, this is going to be the first episode I'm posting. Yes. So let us know what you guys want to talk about on the podcast. We have coaches. We can talk about fitness and training, and we can go deep into some subjects. We can keep it nice and light. So let us know, and especially let us know if you want Fleur to be featured in more episodes. Which you should. Which, which you, you should. should, yes. Thanks for watching, guys. And listening. So. Take it easy, please. <laughs> oh. Fuck, I forgot to mention it's the first episode.
Yeah, I know, but not in the beginning. But I think you did. Yes. Okay. Okay.